got the drink today. Went in and filled up the bottle. So I've got the drink for the way home. Delayed gratification, they call that, don't they? Good stuff. Set this up. A bit more of that. A bit less of that. Bada bing, bada boom. This should be reasonably brief. quick debrief and then one thought for the day it might roll into something else I don't know I'll see see where we're at clear left I feel just as a, as a preface to what we're going to talk about today I do recognise that speaking to you in the car on the way home is a is a declining quality from how these podcasts were previously and uh, <laughs> that, that is also insofar as they had any real quality to begin with that it is just me with a phone but I am mindful that sat in my kitchen with the see such some some geezer at the side of the road in a, in a full trench coat like look, looks like something out of 1889 and he's got fucking high vis on I don't I, <laughs> what, what planet are these people on what what jars me about that sort of thing is he's 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 put some thought into this outfit you know he's got the hat the rain hat, country hat thing, it's sort of like a leather hat, you see um, like knobhead dog walkers they wear them quite a lot I say knobhead dog walkers, I, I have looked at those hats previously and gone hmm, that might work for me I could, uh, might be able to get on with that uh, envy is an indicator as they say anyway he's, this bloke has put some thought into what he's wearing I've got my trench coat, I've got, I've got my, my my leather my leather rain uh, rain hat, probably a feather in the back or two. Uh, safety first, though, comrade. Where's my high vis, Janet? Where's the high vis? Um, it's it's it's, it's sport the aesthetic, hasn't he? Of the uh, of the nomadic wanderer, of the, of the of the man of mystery walking across the zebra crossing with the with the high vis. Don't, don't quite get that. Strange. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Reduction in reduction in quality. So I heard Dan Carlin, American guy, brilliant podcaster. It seems wrong to call his stuff podcast. I think Rogan made that observation when he spoke to him. Actually, that's probably where I've mugged it off from. He said it seems wrong to call what he does podcasting because podcasting in the main. Is really people shooting the shit. You, you, you have exceptions to that. You know, like Jocko is obviously a big exception to that. Um, who else can I think of on the top of my head that puts quite a lot of planning and forethought into there? Think about it, folks, yeah? Think about it. Jesus Christ, what, what, what are we gaining here? Aye, aye, aye. These people got the vote. These people can vote. 
Um, and worst of all, it makes me lose my thread. What was I saying? Lost the thread of where where I was then. Give me a moment. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's exceptions to that that general principle that most podcasts are about coming on and just talking. It's the uh, the conversation and the conversationalist tone that people, including myself, seem to be interested in. And I was talking about exceptions to that, so Jocko is a big exception to that. Philosophise this. That's another one I listen to. That's that. That's uh, not instructional. Uh, Jordan B. Peterson's one is not is not conversational. All oh, the new ones are though, aren't they? To be fair, but the old the old lecture series where Michaela's just introducing the uh, lectures that are pre-recorded. They're they're of course just just audio lectures. So that there are there are exceptions to that rule. Um, Dan Carlin is probably the, the, the greatest exception to it, to the degree that he's actually not made that many podcasts. In fact, if you look at the feed now for Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, you can't access a lot of the ones that have been there in the past, so like Wrath of the Khans, the, I think you can still get Supernova, I think that's still on there. The one on World War II, you can't, um, you can't get though. assertive my driving. Stand by, stand by. So I, I would, in, in an ideal world, I would I would do my prior planning and preparation for, for these podcasts. I like reading stuff out that I feel is important and threading that into the job itself. Um, I even like, I like this, 
I like this, being able to because it, with that with that forecasting, being able to make more more advanced points within the podcast. That's quite good as well. But the frequency with which I'm able to enjoy the uh, sorry, the frequency with which I'm able to do this, I really enjoy doing this as I'm commuting to and from work. Quantity has a quality of its own, I think. So we'll, we'll try this. And, and at the moment, I've, I've not really had anyone say, actually I've had anyone say that they are that fussed about the, the difference in, in style. And I suppose it's not as though we've fallen from a great height here. It wasn't exactly a, a high bar. This this wasn't a, an Echo Charles production. This is, as I say, just me with my phone. Those, the windscreen wipers are not doing too well, are they? They don't sound great. So, what I want to talk about today, I've given this job to, uh, to investigators, a local response investigation in the first instance. And it's a bloody weird job. Cause the thought to populate in my mind that I think might be worth speaking about. So we'll see how this goes. The dynamics of the job are as follows. Elderly vulnerable couple. Vulnerable due to declining ill health. Male party is currently in hospital. Female party still residing at home but is vulnerable to the degree that she requires round-the-clock care and therefore she has a carer that lives with her permanently. It's come to light that said carer has moved her whole fucking family in with this poor old woman. The, the care agency have got wind of this somehow and they have dismissed her because it's a conflict of interest they put a new carer in and they reported it to the police compounding this issue is that is the fact that the old carer is now obstructing the new carer from her caring duties inside that property so I'm not going to go into the, the specifics of how how she's doing that but rest assured it is a clusterfuck of a situation and I had a thought I, I called Mrs UK got podcast earlier on doing the checking in with HQ bit and she asked you know, how's it going what are, you, what are you up to and I said I'm going to, I'm going to this job I've never attended anything like this before and I relate the circumstances and I, I just said fucking believe that. Can you believe that this person has had the audacity to do this? Just call up her whole family. Yeah, come on round. Come on round. We're all loving. She won't, she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She doesn't know where the floor is. So, yeah, come on round. Bring all your John Smiths. Pile on in. Yeah. Wi-Fi codes over there. I mean, what the fuck is that? And me... Me and Mrs. UK got podcasts, we're talking back and forth, and she was saying, 
do these people not how do these people not see what they're doing and I said darling I think what what you've got to bear in mind is, is these people have a completely different moral framework to me and you they see the world in a different way I I don't know how you would go to sleep at night in Vera's spare room thinking this is acceptable this state of affairs which I've brought into being I'm fine with I can look myself in the eye now there's, a, there's an important distinction that I think is worth, worth making here as well I think these these people who, who commit these acts that any reasonable person looks at and says are you for real here? How pissed are you? I think they they know that what they're doing is morally wrong and hopefully criminally wrong. I think we're looking at the cuckooing side of things and probably going to push for a, a partial closure. But anyway, back to the back to the moral side of it. I'm, I'm pr- pretty sure that these people know. It reminds me of shoplifting jobs, right? And this is this is what I was saying. This is what I was saying on the phone to to Mr. UK Got Podcast. I was saying I will not pull any punches with this person. I will not be rocking up and saying, "Tell me what's going on." I will. I will, but in more professional language, be essentially saying, "What the fuck." What the fuck is this? How on earth have you got the cojones to walk in here with your family and set up a residency in this poor old woman's house? Are you, I ask you again, fucking for real? That is the that is the approach I'm gonna be going in with. And it's the same way I deal with stuff like shoplifting and you know, just, just, just spare me the spare me the, the baby formula bit I just, I'm, I, to be fair I don't, most of the audience listens to this are police and we we know that's that is not the way that is not the way this works the people who the people who go out and shoplift they know that is wrong they just don't give a shit just don't care. These people see things in the world and it is their belief that if they can take from from people, from, from organisations, from the state itself and they can get away with it and give nothing back, then that's what they're going to do. That's how these people operate. I'm not, I'm not interested right now in a in a, in a level of analysis that works below that that strata that I've already discussed, because I'm I'm sure there will be a tale of woe. I'm sure there will be some horrible incidents, some financial hardship, terrible things that have gone on in these people's past. I, I have no doubt, as I've mentioned previously, we. We operate in 
in a swamp. But we have to draw a line somewhere. We have to, we have to demark right from wrong. That, that is my belief. When you're picking up three lumps of topside beef and shoving them in your baby's pushchair, you fucking know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Your plan is to scuttle off down to the local pub. Does anyone want some beef for a fiver? You know the fucking score here. These these people that have moved into this house, certainly the, the, the carer, what I assume is the mother of the family, she knows the score. She could well have a difficult past, she could well have financial difficulty, she could well have no support, no support around her. Welcome to the fucking club, my dear. It's called life. This is what life is. Life is very difficult. Life is very hard. It does not excuse your exploitation of a vulnerable old deer. And something I, I, I didn't mention to Mr. UK Got Podcast, so I think it sort of rolled into my mind after the conversation. I thought, I thought of these people who seriously put forth the idea that you don't need a police force. <laughs> I just... Oh, I just can't get over that perspective. It is a harsh but real fact there are nasty, evil people in the world that are willing to exploit the vulnerable and they will not feel remorse for it. They will not be governed by any internal locus of control. There is always, when you're dealing with human beings, there is always a requirement for an accountable authority. Because until humans like this are extinguished, which is to say, until the human race itself is extinguished, because this behaviour is in many ways baked into our species, until that is gone, you will need a police agency. And I suppose we, we have to... When we hear those things, when you hear the, those cries for disbandment in the police, defunding of the police, whatever the whatever the marketing is, we have to we have to view that as a civilizational victory. That individual is so disconnected with evil, so disconnected with the nature of how people can be, so safeguarded and so secloistered in their world that they have come to believe that there is no requirement for an independent state authority. They have come to believe that there is no requirement for 
or a group of individuals who are bestowed powers above the regular citizenry to deal with chaos as and when it ensues. That is their honestly held belief. The fact that people can believe that, the fact that someone can look you in the face and say, I do not think we need a police force, that we are capable of governing ourselves, that there need not be persons to protect the vulnerable, that is a civilizational victory. that way of thinking that I find is the only comfort to me when I hear people talking in that way. That's it folks. Uh, hopefully I'll jump on tomorrow. Uh, sorry all the rain and the wiper noise in the background. Look after each other. Stay safe. Bye bye.